QVC Quality Violent Cinema. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quality Violent Cinema. We're here with Brian Papandria. Is that how you pronounce it? Almost. It's Papandria. <laughs> Papandria. What's up, man? How are you doing tonight? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. Yeah, so we're going to go into your career. We have a few questions here, but overall, it's pretty formal. So feel free to just talk whatever you want. Um, Lay it on me. Yeah, yeah. we will. Uh, one thing to kind of clarify, so um, what all of you have directed, just so uh, people aren't familiar with you? Uh, most recently, Feaster Sunday. And I've also done The Big F, uh, Beyond the Valley of Belief, and I co-wrote Chubby's. Okay. Yeah, because I saw that it was a different director with that one. I was curious on that. but Yeah. Um, so what was some of your influences in your style of directing? Uh, well, I come from, from the theater, so um, basically uh, all sorts of comedy. Um, I come from like a, a sketch comedy background, so I guess you could say my main influence is uh, The State, MTV's The State from you know the 90s, also uh, Chaplin Films, um, oh, you know, of course, Roman Polanski movies, like we were just talking mm -hmm. about the, the 1960s Polanski films of that era. What other ones other than Repulsion would you recommend? Because I think a lot of people only know Rosemary's Baby and Repulsion. Of course. Yeah. Um, well, The Tenant, that's from the mm -hmm. 70s. The that's like, uh, like a spiritual sequel, kind of, you want to think about it for Repulsion, but uh, from a man's point of view polanski's point of view he plays the tenant mm -hmm. uh, that one's amazing i love cul-de-sac that came out right before repulsion and uh oh my god uh donald pleasance is insane in that movie he is so goddamn funny i highly recommend it mm -hmm. it's a real slow burn but it's hilarious yeah he's always and, uh, good. yeah and his version of macbeth is um I'd say it's my favorite um, adaptation of Macbeth. Of course, I have not seen Joel Cohen's new movie, which I want to. I don't but, even uh, know. Polanski's Macbeth is great, and uh, he he did that one. That was his first film after the the Tate murders. Oh, okay. So is it pretty dark? Oh yeah, but I mean the play itself is super. Dark. Oh Macbeth, Macbeth. I yes. thought we were talking about Tenant. Okay. Oh well, Tenant too. Yeah. Yes. All right. It has the actress from Possession, right? The from nineteen eighty one. It's the same Which actress. Uh, uh, Possession, nineteen eighty one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, which Polanski movie? Oh no, um, the the one that we were just talking about. The, the um, Tenant. Yeah. Yeah, I forget her name. Um, shoot, she was she that she almost her. got out of. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. was your first acting role that you did? Uh, in film? Yeah. It was a movie called The Stevie Wonder Show. I did that when I was in college. Um, 
through friends. We did it independent style. I drove down to Iowa three different times. And uh, that was the first movie that I actually auditioned for and got cast in. And, uh, you know, there's no release or anything like that. So it was just kind of a trial by combat. But I think back then it turned out very well and it played a few festivals. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Were you kind of a theater kid growing up in high school? Or? Yeah, but I don't like that term. I guess yeah. you could say that. Right, uh, I I'll you. say that I wasn't into sports. Right. So I was definitely into theater. Right. For that. Um, no, I get it. I got in the tech side of things, but not necessarily the acting side. So I, I, I enjoyed it for that side too. So. Right on. Well, yeah. when I was a freshman in high school, um, the Boz Lerman Romeo and Juliet had just came out. I think it came out the same month as Scream but I saw Romeo and Juliet and I was kind of obsessed with uh, John Lake Wazamo's part, Tybalt. Mm -hmm. And uh, that blew me away. The very next day I saw open auditions for Romeo and Juliet. Mm -hmm. And of course it's a high school production, but, uh, and I had no experience whatsoever and no talent whatsoever. So I said, fuck it. And I auditioned and I got the part and that kind of like plugged me into only wanting to do theater i guess yeah and that was my whole high school then like any other ideas that i had were just shot had to right. just do every play yeah <clears throat> well it's cool when you get focused like that early and just kind of driven on something and just want to go forth with it it's mm -hmm. nice to have that did you get a lot of support from your family um oh yeah from the beginning definitely um my dad is a huge sports guy so he would always take me to um red wings games and detroit tigers games and shit like that and he also played hockey so he was kind of hoping that i would but uh i wasn't good i could throw a ball and catch it but that's about it <laughs> um but yeah they were very supportive that's good. they even let me you know paid for me to go to college and get a fucking theater degree Oh, cool. Yeah. That's led nice. me to, you know, be able to work at any restaurant I went to in my adult life. <laughs> so, did you have a I, camera? I'm, I'm, I'm so serious. <laughs> do you have a camera at that, like at that young age when you were getting into theater too? Or were you just oh, doing... like a camcorder? Yeah. Like, like a, DVD yeah, like a giant one that my, my dad, you know, taped family vacations on. And it weighed like 50 pounds, but. Yeah, my friends and I would uh, take it into the basement and do bullshit sketches, I guess. Nice. All about beating each other with Fago bottles because we're really into ICP in 1995. Right. ICP mm -hmm. and corn. I just got this tattoo, mm -hmm. actually. Oh, oh yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop, whoop. <laughs> I waited funny. on Violent J, actually, uh, a couple years ago. He came oh, to my really? restaurant. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. He's awesome. awesome, but a real bad tipper. Yeah. Yeah. Was he a big eater? Yeah. Uh, you know, steak and shrimp. Yeah. yeah. I, I waited on Mike Jones's producer, and it was like a dollar and 120 or something like that. I remember that. But... Oh, thanks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then uh, Mickey Avalon, but I, it was, yeah, that was, he was actually pretty nice. He was cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, was your, um, do you think your movie career has affected your social life at all? Career, yeah. <laughs> Say that again. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> Do 
Do you think your movies have affected your social life or are you, and you still stay connected with old friends? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you kind of, with the indie scene, you kind of like incorporate a lot of your friends that are very much like still with you. Cause they're a lot of your first fans and, you know, kind of attitude. Yeah. I mean, uh, like Nathan and I work very well together. So, uh, we've, we've been friends for like 10 years. Um, so, I mean, him and I, uh, are always collaborating basically. Um, even though he's not in rock bottom video anymore, though, mm -hmm. he still supports it just cause he wants to do his own thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I still like, I still have one of my best friends, uh, of like 20 years who is not much of a film guy or, you know, he's like my concert buddy. We see mm -hmm. Pearl Jam together. We see Coed and Cambria. We get really drunk at shows and That's nice. has nothing to do with acting at all. Right. So, right. yeah, I, I've always kept, you know, a handful of friends. Mm -hmm. I only have a handful of friends, actually. Have you ever mm -hmm. had friends or family that were turned away by like some of the content that you've made since some of it's pretty offensive? No, they haven't seen it. Oh, okay. so, yeah. I did out. give my dad a feaster Sunday for Father's Day last year. Uh -huh. <clears throat> um, just because he's always really supportive and he wants to see my stuff. So uh -huh. I dedicated the movie to him. Mm -hmm. So I told him that and I gave it to him, but I prefaced and said, do not watch this. <laughs> and the next day he told me that the movie was pretty good, but I, I don't believe that he actually watched it. I think he turned it on for maybe like five minutes and went about his day. Yeah. He's also blind in one eye, so that might help. Oh, okay. He only sees like one half of the movie, and that's cool. That's cool with me. Changes perspective. Exactly. Where'd you get the idea for Rock Bottom Video? Uh, it was just uh, myself, Nathan, and uh, a third member who is no longer with us. And not that he's dead, but he's like dead to me. But we all thought that we, um, after we worked on Chubby's, uh, which is for somebody else's project, um, we realized that we could just do it ourselves. And with like three forces coming together, writing, directing, editing, uh, acting, you know, kind of like a, a Voltron in a way, or the Wu-Tang Clan, you could say that we're like the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. And then all come together, makes and make like three projects a year, release them, and then also go about our other business. Cool. Yeah. So got, that was our got a good crew program. going. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or like the rock bottom crew. That'd be kind of... <laughs> yeah. We went through like uh it must have took us like three hours and a whole lot of Miller Lights to come up with the name. Uh, yeah. Because my one friend, he he wanted to call ourselves uh, Tomahawk Video or Tomahawk Pictures. Mm -hmm. So when we were, we wanted to start a website, we just randomly Googled <clears throat> Tomahawk Pictures, and uh, it was like a Nazi propaganda site. Oh no! So we're like no, yeah, yeah, yeah no, you don't want to be. You don't even want to be closely, that. even closely affiliated with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. The Nazis always mm -hmm. try to take everything for themselves. All yeah. the time. They're just they're just rude. Yeah. Just rude little boys. Yeah. Right. Can't you pick other tools other than a hammer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that third member, he had been using Tomahawk video for like 15 years oh. and it was since like high school. So 
I don't think that really affected him, but he just he also realized that I can't be associated with this now. So he changed it to screwdriver with a K. Yeah, a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) So how many roles did you end up playing in Chubby's? You know, I counted once. I think we counted on the commentary. I'm not certain. Uh, I haven't listened. It's got to be like like 20 at least. (laughs) In the 20s. I mean, yeah, come, like the little, very small parts. Well, the extras there. too, because you're not just the small roles, but you're just like randomly like a dead body in the back or, you know, something like that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was always like um, when myself and Mike Hartman were talking about making that movie, um, we, the script was, had a lot of characters and, you know, for an indie movie where we're not paying anybody, we automatically knew that not a lot of people would show up or audition uh and we were right so i said what if i just play every part mm-hmm. and it would be funny i mm-hmm. hope i think it was and yeah, um yeah. It, yeah i think it worked out that way actually that was that was the only time i actually had fun on set of chubbies is when it was just me and uh had to interact with nobody it was a lot easier that way what was mm-hmm. the choice behind playing multiple roles? Was it money or just did you want that effect of having? No, just like what I was just saying about how we didn't think that a lot of people would show up to, you know, mm-hmm. be cast in this very low budget picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it would also be a lot easier being that I was always going to be on set anyways. Mm-hmm. And I'm very full of myself. So I knew that I could play all the parts. I think it pulled off really well. It made it seem like you had to like question whether you did it on purpose or not. You know, it's, it seemed it was good. Yeah. It was a little bit of everything. Yeah. Do you prefer acting or directing? Oh, acting by far. I don't ever want to direct again. (laughs) Even though I am, I'm working on a movie right now and I'm also directing it. It's called spooky dookie. (laughs) It's it's a all sketch comedy no storyline whatsoever no through line it's like um it's a scat comedy a uh, sketch comedy i know i'm, I'm joking <laughs> it's the wine uh so it's my friend and i we're doing it and i um i have like just a shitload of sketches that i just haven't used um either from theater um you know second city days or whatever yeah um and it's also a throwback to me for uh because i also grew up on movies like kentucky fried movie mm-hmm. you know sctv uh kids in the hall the state oh i love the kids in the hall yeah Absolutely. yeah so i, no, I kind of saw I some of go that back to those days too mm-hmm. you could just bullshit comedy and it's gonna be hilarious you know uh jackass is one example you know mm-hmm. there's literally no story and it's fucking hilarious um, no, and I actually like how a lot, like your movies, a lot of them feel like skits. You know, like they're just kind of like random things kind of thrown together, but they work. You know, like mm-hmm. the um, Beyond the the Valley of the Belief. You know, yes, yeah. which is my favorite thing that I uh, that we've done as a as a group. Mm-hmm. That was definitely my favorite. You feel like doing a lot of improv um, growing up. Kind of you you keep with that with your in your films, and a lot of it's improved. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, like everything in beyond the Valley of, of the belief, um, was not improvised. It was all, um, written based oh, on cool. like, based on like improv 
ideas and right. like random inside jokes that Nate and I had throw right. it in a sketch and comes together. Right. Uh, but yeah, most of the movies that uh, I do, there are a bunch of improv that happens, but it's not like, I wouldn't say like obnoxious, like a Jenny mm-hmm. Howell movie mm-hmm. where we're just, if it, if it fits, this will be a part that we improvise and I can't give you an example offhand. It but, just kind of comes right. naturally sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. What's the biggest challenges that you've faced while making movies? The budget, yeah. raising money, uh, sound. Sound is a bitch. Uh, from now on, I'm always going to pay for sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you done ADR on some? It looks like I can't really tell, but it seems like most of the time it's recorded when you film. But do you go back and ADR it or well we had few for feast or Sunday okay. for sure um, we shot that all in one week and the sound wasn't perfect let's say so right after we finished was uh, end of January of 2020 and then we were going to do some reshoots and then surprise COVID everything shut down so we literally could not um so I had my actress, Allison, do some ADR over the phone. And uh, my friend Terrence is the one who edited it. And he really shined that turd up for me. Wow. Did he like, so he was able to make uh, phone dialogue sound pretty natural for the movie? Or? And but when I say phone dialogue, I do mean like um, we had her record it. Like oh, off her phone oh, okay. and then send it, not yeah. like literally over the phone. Yeah, not a oh, phone okay. call. Or like All that. right. <laughs> no, I should have known. I should have assumed that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of actors actually had to do that as well. Um, you know, again in time of COVID. Yeah, uh, but the ADR and, yeah. was probably cheaper than the reshoots. So yeah, it's cool. So, um, what has been your biggest acting role you feel so far? Well, I was in a movie with Christy Swanson and Dean Kane, where we had scenes together. It was for like a uh, a human trafficking movie. Mm-hmm. Dean what was the name of that one? It was called Trafficked. Oh, okay. Very appropriately titled. And <laughs> uh, I worked for Dean Kane and his team, and they have to find this girl within 48 hours, or she's lost forever, and... Christy Swanson plays her mom and I've always had a crush on Christy Swanson and I tried to play it cool when I was working with her and I kind of did even though on a smoke break she was outside I was outside and I just mouth diarrhea came out I couldn't I got I mean it's like Buffy you're right there so but but you know I I was cool for the most part and I recently saw her at a convention and she remembered me so that's oh, that's, that's nice. Oh, that's that's cool. a good thing. Heck yeah! That yeah. OG Buffy movie's so good. It's it's amazing, yeah. and uh, it still holds up. Yeah, it's still hilarious. Do you Paul like Rubens the, kills it. Do you like the TV show at all, or do you just like that? I, I've never you know, gotten I, into it. So when I was uh, it first came out when I was like a freshman in high school, and uh, I watched it. I watched it the first three seasons, mm-hmm. and. At the time, I was into it, but it was the 90s, so like he only had like four channels yeah. and three shows to watch. Um, 
I think that's probably but why I, I watched it too. Yeah. I just don't remember. I, and I mean, you know, there wasn't a lot of horror on TV either. Yeah. It was like Tales from the Crypt, Buffy, and um, shit. You know, the 700 Club. That's, yeah. that's about it. Maybe tells, yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. Hey, Goosebumps. Good call. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that Monsters show? It was just called I Monsters. I do, yeah. That was pretty cool, too. Yeah, and of course, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah. 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 You know, that's 80s. <clears throat> it's classic, though. That's... Dark Shadows. And I, never, get I never got into the <laughs> X-Files, either. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I know that was 90s. Never got into that. And yeah. yeah a but few I understand ones. why a lot of people like Buffy. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the TV show. But, um... And the movies yeah, I tried too. to rewatch it, and it does not hold up at all. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I could be, I could be wrong completely, and the probably people are up. yelling at their screen right now, yeah. saying that I'm an idiot. But it, to me, it just doesn't. That Buffy, yeah. the movie holds up though. I watched that Absolutely. recently, and it's yeah, that's still good. I'm surprised more people don't like it now. Like it's not really talked about that much. It's you know a big budget horror film from the 80s i feel like more people would like it yeah but... 92 actually oh, oh really? that's what i'm saying it was yeah, yeah it was really yeah. 90s yeah it was 90s. yeah and paul rubens again just he, he annihilates it in that movie he just kills yeah. it uh and that's after him jerking off in a theater yeah so you <laughs> I... know talk about a comeback <laughs> jesus i like him in mystery men too mm. i forgot about mystery men it's a good movie I yeah like, i like that one. isn't dane cook in that like his oh, first role oh, yeah that. yeah i feel like he's like he auditions to be a superhero like he's the waffle maker yeah the waffle, uh, something like waffler that. the waffler that sounds about right God, yeah. yeah i haven't seen that ever <laughs> so how was it yeah and, oh, go sorry, ahead. i was just gonna say how was it working with scott Shermer? we're huge fans of him so oh yeah. Uh, scott is uh is a beautiful man i love him um <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't have anything negative to say about him. I want to kiss him all the time. He owes me a Roger Rabbit poster. He told me he was going to send it like a month ago. It still hasn't showed up. Now, working with him, I'll tell you this. Um, I'm, I'm an actor who loves to be directed. Like, you know, push me. Give me a it, purpose, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I, I'm not like, hey, what's my motivation or shit like that. But like, you know, like, get something out of me you know you're using me yeah and uh when i'm like so uh what how should i do it in this scene like what would you feel i know the lines obviously but like and uh all that he will tell you is don't suck <laughs> roll it that's it yeah he'll just tell you don't suck and i'm <sighs> like okay i do have so to say then, and, and oh sorry go ahead no 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 that is, you know he calls cut like how was it it didn't suck but let's do it again yeah he uh he really gets good performance out of his actors especially for underground and indie film you usually don't see acting up to snuff on a as you do on scott Shermer film Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and i really want him to make another movie and i casually just message him every now and then it's like hey Hey, i'll be willing to make a movie movie. keep me in your mind (laughs) do anything for you yeah oh yeah love so I wasn't. I saw you were in the Batman, but I couldn't remember which character it was. He was the auction character. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the uh, the gimp. So you basically. had a mask on. Yeah, I got like the Bane mask. Well, it was a jock strap. Oh, okay. Upside oh, was down. It? <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really fun movie. Did you mm-hmm. did you get to watch it? Oh, oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, wait, you're talking to... No, I was talking to you, Brian. I mean, I assumed you watched <laughs> oh, okay. it since you were in it, but some people don't watch the movies that they're in, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you watch yeah. everything that you're in? Yes. Yeah. After Yeah, I do. It? I do. Yes, of course. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 I always, like, kind of cringe when I'm watching movies that I'm in that I did not direct. Uh, um, it's like... It's more forgiving I know when to, you directed it. Well, I know how to direct myself, obviously. Um, so if I don't feel like I'm giving a good performance in my own shit, then I'm going to do it as many times as possible. Right. A lot of I'm times, willing to do it. Yeah. Yes. A lot of times on indie film, uh, you only get to do it a couple times. So like if I'm watching, let's say, you know, the space babes, for example, um, you know, when I'm when I was watching that uh, a bunch of times, I was like cringing. Like, why did I? Why did they use that take? Or why mm -hmm. didn't I realize that? Um, look, uh, I don't know. I, I mumbled over a certain line or something. You know, it's like little shit like that that just drives me crazy, and mm -hmm. I can't enjoy the movie because of it. You gave a really good performance in that movie, even though it's like it's a, very much a B movie. I just. Your, oh thanks man your acting really s stood out in that one thanks a lot i appreciate that yeah, i don't know back into you but uh <laughs> i take every compliment well, yeah, I, I really appreciate character it character goes through a lot of emotions in that and you were able to portray a lot of different emotions and facial expressions and like lots of dialogue so it was i i was impressed oh thanks a lot everyone appreciate else did pretty it. good I, in it that was too. that movie was so much fun to make uh it was it was like a vacation basically and literally um 10 days before my wedding oh cool. so i got to everybody says so that's your bachelor party yes yeah, kind of <laughs> but i'm not a strip club guy i've never yeah. been a strip club guy so like wasn't it awesome being around strippers all the time <laughs> i was like eh, yeah i guess that's funny smelled like boobs. i love my wife yeah i can't wait to go <laughs> home and marry her yeah yeah <laughs> Going back into He's plank asleep face. right now in the other room, right behind oh, that's me. Funny. So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, in plank face, going back to Scott Shermer, I feel like they kind of did you dirty. They like stabbed you, cut your balls off, burnt you alive, and ate your corpse. <laughs> 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 so, what do you think about that? And like, as your scene and your death, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely loved it. That was my first time um, working with those guys. You know, I had, I had known Brian and Ellie for years before that like 2012 was when i first met them and they hadn't even made a movie yet um and th then they kind of like like got recognition and shit like that from conventions and like um uh time to kill so and harvest lake and i was kind of like itching like hey put me in one of your movies and then they did for plank face and i'm like literally anything what do you want me to do said can you come down to indiana for one day and we're gonna burn you alive and eat your balls and i was like i'm there let's fucking Damn. do this you had and me that cut was, your balls that was the first <laughs> yes that was the first time that i heard uh, that i heard the old uh Shermer, don't suck yeah okay so he said That's i funny. had a good scream and that i didn't suck yeah you must not have sucked because he used you again in the batman so mm -hmm. yeah, there you go that's cool um, how was it working or like 
getting distributed or working with trauma with uh and what films have you have you worked through them for distribution or whatever um well and what's that like so uh mike hartman is the trauma guy uh one of his early movies called heavy mental got picked up by trauma so he always had a ticket in with them uh like every convention he would be at the trauma table and that's when lloyd used to go to every single convention he doesn't do that shit anymore um but back then in like 2008 2009 up until like 2014 he'd be at every convention and everyone that mike went to he'd be right next to uh kaufman so they had like a a really solid relationship hi excuse me kitty so um when him and i were talking about doing chubbies uh automatically we just assume trauma is going to distribute it so i wrote a scene just for lloyd kaufman to play ronald reagan in 1985 <laughs> yeah and we got to talk to lloyd on the phone and uh, he's like oh you need a wig how much is a wig i'll buy one and send it <laughs> or you buy they actually pay he paid for a wig he never pays for shit but he paid for a wig and uh he wore it as you can see in the movie and Mm -hmm. didn't charge us for it so that was cool that's nice so uh i'm almost done with the story i'm just trying to remember everything anything about lloyd's interesting to me okay then i'll slow down (laughs) so um you know the relationship was really good with trauma uh when the movie was finished we did our own premiere and basically sent it off to trauma and they they started production for they started by uh streaming it on amazon or through through their trauma trauma now Mm -hmm. and on amazon prime Mm -hmm. so six months later they were going to uh, i don't know the exact time but they were in production for just dvd not like blu-ray or anything like that but just to see how the DVDs were selling. It was so close to getting ready that they were they they had made posters like mini posters and were putting them all. You know how the like, the trauma table is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, like, they, yeah. They they just well they they promote everything assume. like sure. crazy. So they redid our poster, which the Chubby's poster by Slasher Dave is brilliant, and it's uh, just a teaser of what the Chubby's look like. Mm-hmm. Um, when trauma redid it they put the creatures like three creatures on the poster above a bowling alley it says chubbies whatever and it just so happened that Boglins were making a comeback that year and Mattel was at a convention that they were at saw the poster and a few weeks later, Troma got a cease and desist from Mattel's lawyers God saying, damn. you can't, this, these are obviously Boglins, so you can't release this movie. Weeks before they were about to release the DVD. Uh-huh. So I don't know where those DVDs are, probably in a dumpster or in the Troma studios, maybe set on fire. That's sorry. But, uh, <laughs> That kind of 
ended uh, a trauma relationship. Yeah. I mean, there's that has nothing to do with rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That'd be known. Yeah. And that's just a weird turn of events that just happened to happen, you know, in a lot of ways too. Like that convention hadn't been a thing or they hadn't been there, then might've been a whole different story. Or if they didn't put the creatures on a poster. True that. Could have gotten away with it. Yeah. True that. Um, so, so your wife, Sadie, um, you worked, uh, in quite a few films together. Uh, how's it like working with her being so close? It's really easy and convenient. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't know that she was such a great actress until we shot, um, her scene in Fang Boner because she wanted to be in Chubby's. Uh, but I was... It was kind of like, I don't want to say that you can't act and I'm not sure if you can because we Mm -hmm. were only dating at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was like, well, I don't want to, if just in case it's not serious or not, like I don't want to, you know, have professional, uh, you know, filmmaking mixed with uh, my relationships and vice versa because of what if we break up and then it's going to be weird. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure. Um, But then I, Obviously, she's in Fang Boner, and uh, she blew us all away in her scene. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who was she in just, that? You're going to be in every movie after that. Who was she uh, in Fang Boner? I forgot. She plays the hooker that they pick up. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Cool. You guys yeah, seen Fang, Fang Boner? Boner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. yeah. And I had, yeah, and he's, he's seen it once. I've seen it a few times. I love, I love <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's hilarious. I was not expecting myself to laugh that hard. <laughs> yeah, that movie. yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's pretty ridiculous. That's like I think that's what goes on in Nate's head, twenty four seven. That movie. So I was telling my dad about that movie and uh, Amityville Vibrator because we were doing the Amityville Vibrator screening. So I was sure, explaining to him, he's like, "I didn't even know these kind of things existed." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's stuff for you. It's a niche, but it's definitely getting bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally, that's what he mm-hmm. said. Uh, yeah. so she makes VHS covers. Do they sell well? Yes. Uh, she she's been stoning them, uh, like bedazzling them. Oh, okay. Uh, so like we'll find, you know, random ones, and she'll get an idea. Like we'll go thrifting or or garage sales whatever and like there's like a you know either not like rare vhs's or if it's like a cool cover or something that she has an idea for you know she loves to rhinestone and Mm -hmm. she listens to murder podcasts and stones and drinks uh vodka for hours on end there you go calms her down (laughs) so she loves doing it and uh hobby yeah, yeah yeah See, we have a great relationship. Like, she'll work during the day. I'll stay home with the cat. And then I go to work at night. And she comes home and does that. And we have a perfect relationship that way. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes with my relationship. Uh, I'm the night owl. She's the day owl. And kind of like... There you go. And how did you guys meet? That was through Fang Boner? No. Oh. No, not at all. Uh, long before that? Yeah. Long before okay. that. Uh, 2012. It's actually our 10th anniversary of meeting uh technically for some we met in person was on valentine's day uh 2012 
but we met on OkCupid a couple weeks before that, and we're just like texting and chatting. Nice. I met my wife on Tinder too, so oh, cool. go online dating. It, it, I really, I did, I did. It's it's actually the safest way to go. I think and, so too. Uh, you know, yeah, I use Hinge Bar and pick up whores. Yeah, it's a lot easier to match up with people uh, through uh, profiles than it is like just to walk up to somebody and be like, "Yo, do you like uh, Peter Jackson movies?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like she said, the reason that she, um, I don't even know what they did. Was it like I, I, I shoot an arrow at you or something? Whatever it is on OkCupid or poking, I don't know. <laughs> but she saw a picture. Uh, one of my pictures was of me in a Hauzu shirt, oh, and cool. she loves that movie. And she's like, "This guy is. I'm gonna marry him one day." So nice. if it wasn't for that Hauzu shirt, this would never have happened. My wife had a horse sleeve, and I saw that on her Tinder profile, and that's what started a conversation. Cool. That's cool. Ah, good for you, man. Congratulations. Yeah, you too. Yeah. So, did you propose to her on the first premiere of Fang Boner? Yes, that was the only premiere. That was the only premiere? Yeah, I mean, that was the world premiere. Oh, okay. Yeah. uh, It's on the Blu-ray, the DVD. Yeah, I saw it on YouTube. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube. It is on YouTube. That's right. It was very touching. Thanks, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah, I had the uh, whole I think day planned well out. Said. <laughs> uh, we um, so I uh, I don't know if you want me. Is this interesting or I can yeah, yeah no, the, I, the I day love story. it. I brought it up. Yeah, go ahead. So I knew I was gonna do it for like a good month and a half, give or take, and I was counting down the days. Literally, everybody knew about this. I invited a bunch mm-hmm. of her friends. Uh, a week before, I I asked her dad's permission because he's old school like that, and um, it was all behind her back. The day of, I had, I never get cards. I hate cards so much. I tell people, don't give me birthday cards. They mm-hmm. st- people still do, whatever. So the morning of, I woke her up with, um, and this isn't really our song, but it's uh, it's just a pretty song. It's um, Lou Reed, Perfect Day. I woke her up with that, and I got her a card saying, uh, congratulations on the premiere because this was her first movie premiere. Uh, can't wait to spend a perfect day with you. And we had early tickets to go see The Green Inferno because fuck, it's a cannibal movie. I have to go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Did that, had Taco Bell, uh, planned the rest of the day. Literally, she had no clue. Even though when we finally got to the venue, I had the ring in my pocket and I was wearing like whatever my corduroys or whatever, not tight pants, but you know, it's clear that there was a box ring just poke bulging out of my pocket mm-hmm. that she never mentioned. Hmm. And she she says she didn't she never noticed. So hmm. but uh yeah, and then you see in the video uh what happened because I told her uh that I'm just gonna invite a bunch of cast up on stage and do a little QA, mm-hmm. even though she was literally the only one that I asked to go up on stage. <laughs> yeah. So then drop on the knee and propose she started crying and we started the movie <laughs> must have been an interesting watch sitting there after that and been like oh, i just proposed <laughs> you guys are probably excited like probably sitting in the theater is the last thing you wanted to do <laughs> she almost dropped the ring because i didn't know her fucking ring size of course and it was like uh, it was like three times bigger than her 
little baby fingers. Uh, so well, it's probably on, easier like, holding on to it than adding metal that you can take away and size probably better yeah. anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have all of your films been at festivals? Has anything been a little too hardcore to, to be at a festival? Some of them. No, are... just Nate's movies. Yeah, Nate's, Nate's movies. <laughs> uh, they only play uh, people's basements. <laughs> the stag films. <laughs> uh, I might discord. Guys... <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, um, if, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, but um, Feaster Sunday did get some nominations. For I did the see Days that. The Dead you got like three or four. Uh, four, four nominations, and it's playing next weekend at Days of the Dead Atlanta. So mm-hmm. I'll be there for that and support. Cool. Um, There's actually going to be a question on all that. But yeah, no, for sure. Oh, okay. No, yeah. No, 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 for sure. But you know, I love bringing it up. Uh, it's, it seems like a, um, I saw that you post that recently, like just um, today or just today. Right? Yeah. yeah, just today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it seems like big news. So yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a huge honor because none of my movies that I've done have ever played at uh, a big convention like uh, A Days of the Dead or uh, well, the Big F played at Horror Hound one year, but it was on a Sunday at like 3 p.m. Not to say that that doesn't count, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's only seven people in the screening room. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, this one's going to play on a Friday night. A lot of people know about it. And, That's usually uh, when people you know, again, it got a lot of nominations. So that that means mm-hmm. something. I'm sorry. What were you saying, Ian? Oh, I was saying that's a good time. That's a way better time slot because. Uh, usually around that time people are ready to sit down and watch a movie but like in the middle of the day people are like walking around the conventions and stuff yeah exactly so that's cool exactly you'll get but, a lot of you people know, to watch to my you'll get a lot of eyes on it yes however feaster sunday is not like a uh you know most most of my movies are like straight up comedies and mm-hmm. drinking movies and party movies and this one is a not at all so i just wonder yeah. how that's gonna play you know at that time slot if people are are drinking and if they know me and, yeah. are, and don't know feaster sunday like at cinema wasteland i don't know if you know of that convention but that's just like an all-out party yeah and everybody watches movies are fucking shit-faced i don't know if nate talked about that uh you know i guess there was some dude that was uh like almost shitting his pants in the back oh, really? for amityville <laughs> vibrator and then he fell off his chair and yeah it's just a yeah that's that's what wasteland is yeah uh, but feast are getting wasted play, yeah yes it's a wasteland yeah wasted land <laughs> play there um on my birthday this past october and um the the first half of the movie starts off kind of like a comedy and then it gets very dark in the middle uh so in the very beginning people were joking around and you know drunk thinking that they're mst3k um Mm -hmm. hilarious of course and then throughout the movie playing uh everybody shut the fuck up and it was beautiful like nobody was cracking jokes and shit like that like especially Mm -hmm. like the ending is really dark and Mm -hmm. not brutal but heartfelt and, um, yeah i mean there's I, comedy I, thrown in but it's a lot dark it's like dark comedy for sure but... yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i'm i'm hoping that you know the people that go to days of the dead are you know notice that 
you know, because like Scott Schirmer, he doesn't make like, you know, bullshit dick fart comedy movies. Like Mm-mm. people are there and they're not like, they're, they're respectful, but they know that that's Scott Schirmer movie that mm-hmm. can be like emotionally draining. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, you're going to get wrecked. Yeah. So, uh, Somebody shirtless with a mask, you know. Always. Something like always. that. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost I mean, like it's just trademark, but it works. Feet. It works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, who's in a mask and plank face? But like, fuck, Al- Alice. <laughs> His yeah. whole movie. <laughs> yeah, of course. <clears throat> yeah, no, that one's. Yeah, how many years have you done uh, Cinema Wasteland? My the first one I went to was 2011, uh, and Frank Henlotter was there. And nice. pretty much like a whole basket case and um, brain damage reunion. That was uh, amazing. That was my favorite one. But uh, so that was damage. the first one that I went to as like um, just a fan. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, Chubby's was the first movie I was involved with that played there. And then literally every movie that we've done has played there. And it's it's always been a packed house and we kind of have a following over there in uh, Cleveland area. So people know what to expect. That's cool. And we get fucking wasted and uh, Nate's usually taking his pants off. Nice. During a screening and not remembering it. Except for <laughs> pictures. Cause we always take pictures of it. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a weird thing. I think it's his kink actually. And yeah. Getting drunk in public. Maybe he just needs to air and it out. And taking off his pants. I'm taking off his pants. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to air funny. it out, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> Especially at midnight when that uh, cheap beer is flowing. You should just uh, you should carry some baby powder with you. Just mm. pop, 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 pop. <laughs> well, now we know for the spring show what to do. Just baby powder, Nate. <laughs> So Nani Nate, a, or was that nasty? What was this? They have all those weird stage names. <laughs> you have Nani a, Nate, the nasty Nate. Am I sorry? Oh, right, right, right. Rape you. <laughs> I was yeah. going to bring up uh, your your future screenings. Did, uh, did we bring them all up? There was uh, Days of the Dead and Motor City Legacy. Yes, that's yes. next month. Yeah, cool. You you want to talk more about that? Or did we already go through those? Mm, well, uh, well, Motor City Legacy, I'll have a table at, and that's a convention here in, um, you know, Motor City, but it's actually Romulus. So everybody says like Motor City, Detroit, even though they don't mean actually Detroit, it's always like surrounding cities around there. Yeah. So, um, yes, but this will be a convention, Motor City Legacy. Uh, pretty close to where I live, like within 45 minutes or so. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'll have a table there. There'll be a bunch of celebrity guests. Um, Kincaid from Nightmare on Elm Street 3 will be there, Ooh. which is pretty cool. I'm excited to meet him. That's cool. great. Because, yeah, I've never met uh, Ken so- is it Soji's? Uh, uh, uh- Sogi, Sogi, I don't know how to pronounce his I last for, name. I forgot. Uh, it, it's Kincaid. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but now the question is do I get Nightmare 3 VHS signed or Nightmare 4? Mm. Or oh, yeah. Both? He does die. And does he die in four? 
right? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. the first yeah. to die. First one to die. Yeah. Yep. Is there one that's a dual set that has the three and four together, like a double disc? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure, but you I've got the, the VHS yeah. tapes, man, from when I was yeah. a kid. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to do the VHS. Releases. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to do the VHS, I feel, if you're going to do that. That's legit. Yeah. Definitely part three. Definitely. I don't know why even, like, thought to get part four. Be honest, three is my favorite. I always just loved yeah. that one. Yeah. The effects are the best the, in that one. Well, it's just a mystery in this and like them just being able to control their dreams more. I liked that yeah. whole aspect. Yeah. Yeah. A lot I of I mean to me the, the first is still the best. Yeah. Get down, please. Get down. Da- my cat. Cats don't um, listen yeah. to you. <laughs> he does. He's Yours a good does? listener. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but he but he'll be a prick about it. He's sassy. Uh mine doesn't. He's got listen. a lot of sass. But um yeah, part one will always be the all-time best but you know i i love part two so much um even before it was i sound like such a fucking hipster uh even before it was popular like in high school i'm like i love this movie it's Freddy is evil. I couldn't figure out Um, why people hated it so much growing up yeah i love the comedy about it um clue gulliger is in it and like why would people hate on that? I think it just mm-hmm. different pacing, kind of just a different feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it just doesn't fit with all the other movies. Like, tone Well, some people like, want the realism. They want that aspect of like feeling like they can be in that world. So maybe like the because it was just like half imaginary world, they just couldn't get into it. I don't know. But I l- listen, I love all the Freddy movies except part five that's the only one i cannot get into is that I think. Uh, dream child yeah it's one of the yeah. dog peeing on the no no no, no that's four that's, that's the fourth four. one that's the fourth one okay yeah dream child yeah. isn't good and that's the only one my son hasn't watched because i'm just <laughs> like what's the point there's no point <laughs> actually the remake is also yeah terrible. i won't do the remake I won't oh i don't do even count remake. it no yeah yeah. yeah yeah most people don't but I, you know, I love, I love Freddy's Dead, and Freddy's Dead is actually my wife's favorite, just because it's so goofy and. I mean, it's a Looney Tunes. My son cartoon. doesn't think it's goofy, and I, I'll watch. He's ten. I'll watch it with him, and he, I'm like, "Yeah, this one's pretty corny, huh?" And he's just like, "No, it's good." I'm like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> it's weird. Like his standards aren't really there." So, well, if only he got to see it in like 1991. Yeah. With the 3D glasses, and right? Yeah, he I remember that. 3D, I, I saw it in the 3D glasses in the theater. I made him watch. Yeah, it and in the theater, they had like, wasn't it on the side? It like was a promo for House Party Two. Oh. I don't remember cinema. that. New Line Cinema. Oh, uh, I don't remember that, but I do. Yeah, that's crazy. I have. The... I wasn't allowed to see it in the theater, but my older sister she did and brought me back home the 3D glasses. Oh, okay. And it was so cool that House Party either two or three, whatever was out at the time was on the side of the glass yeah that was probably so funny those are so cool to have as a kid too just walking oh, around no. with them just on everything was all different <laughs> I wish yeah i, I didn't like when they went clear with them when they started going clear with them i was like what the fuck is this shit yeah I wanna... <laughs> it doesn't alter oh. the world it doesn't make you feel high i'm really glad that <laughs> i'm really glad that phase is over like the the mid 2000s to yeah. like 2013 yeah. 13 of people 
Yeah. Real D, whatever. Like a Dario Argento, Dracula, a three, 3D. Like, oh my God. <laughs> there were a few movies Ooh. that did it okay. Like, I like the Piranha ones. Did you see? I did too. Piranha 3D was good. Uh, we my were just Bloody watching Valentine my... 3D was really good too. Yeah. We yeah. Just watched that fun. two nights or on Valentine's Day, which is, oh, that's sure, got some sure. good kills in it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Really Yeah, dark. I don't hate on that. Yeah. I think but, that kind of started uh, when I saw that movie because I was so anti remakes, you know, at the time, mm-hmm. and, you know, 13 years ago, it was just like, oh, this is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few like anything that Alexander Aja produced or whatever, those remakes mm-hmm. were like so Piranha and Hills Have Eyes. Hills of Eyes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, do we have any more questions? Oh, yeah, we done. Um, yeah, well, not tons. Uh, I got plenty of wine, so. <laughs> well, um, I was curious on Feaster Sunday. Uh, who did the animation part? This dude that I know from Mike Hartman, uh, his name's Thomas Smith. He's really, really cool. He did, a, he did a bunch of animation for Mike's other movie called Blood Orgy at Beaver Lake. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first met him, actually. And um, he's done little things for us here and there. Uh, I might get him in uh, for Spooky Dookie to do a segment all animated. In fact, I have, like, basically Mike and I used to get together and uh, when he was going through a divorce uh, and I was going through a DUI. Surprise, surprise. Uh, we, we would, like, hang out once a week and be at his house and get really really drunk and then go home and make prank calls to like christian hotlines uh and see how long we could keep them on the phone for and sometimes we would remember to record them sometimes we wouldn't and sometimes they were really fucking bad and sometimes they were really fucking hilarious and i have a really hilarious one but it's kind of long so i'm not sure i i want to put it in spooky dookie and animate it have the, the guy uh thomas animated it for me but i don't know if i want to chop it up or just do like a full 11 minute animated prank call <laughs> so i'm like not cankers yeah, awesome. you know i yeah that was a good show but i'm thinking like more jerky boys style oh, okay the old so school yeah all of their more... pranks were only like you know two to four minutes long yeah short and sweet so, yeah I'm still debating what to do with that, but uh, I'm definitely going to have him again. And mm-hmm. he's an awesome animator, and everybody loves that scene in Feaster Sunday, you know. Yeah, no, it is, it is really cool. Yeah, and um, also, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go um, ahead. what I was going to say is the only reason that that's in there is because I wanted to shoot that scene, and the theater that we got we could not have blood in the theater. Mm. Um, so my idea of shooting like a live, basically massacre on stage could not happen. Cause I, I wanted it like fucking kill bill style. Mm-hmm. Horror, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So that just wasn't happening. Plus with time constraints and shit like that. Um, and money, of course, mm-hmm. just wasn't going to happen. So I, I reached out to Thomas Smith and he did it in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And it works so good in the movie. 
Yeah. No, I like the edginess style of the animation. It's really cool. It worked out really yeah, well. Yeah, it's rough. It's yeah. It, I'll know. be right back. My cat got into the uh, chicken. What a prick! <laughs> Get that cat. Well, I'm gonna chill. We're sick. Uh, yeah, I only I have like a few more, just a few more questions. Yeah, sure. So where are you guys at? Uh, Olympia, Washington. Okay, okay. Mm. Cool. It's pretty cool. I've been out here for like six years, but I um, I was in Hawaii before here, um, which is kind of like a weird transition, but I'm actually glad I did make the transition, though. Hawaii's beautiful and all, but it's fucking expensive and hard to make a living. Mm-hmm. But, Plus, it's a fucking volcano. So that's... Yeah. We also have to deal with that with Big Island. You got the bog, which is a problem, like in all the islands, which is called like uh, volcanic eruption glass gas, essentially, and it just makes you sick all the time because it's it's like having a sinus problem like all year. I can't imagine living there, Mm -hmm. but I'm very sinusy right now myself. I uh, it's Michigan and it's February, so all last week I was sick. I was out. It was insane. Like, I have not been sick since I got COVID uh, a year ago. Mm -hmm. So just having a cold, I forgot what it felt like to just Mm -hmm. be mildly inconvenienced. Mm -hmm. And I was just out for 48 hours. I was Mm -hmm. on a couch just sneezing and coughing and being gross and yelling at my wife, telling her how miserable I am. But I look back yeah, and it was, was like such a mild inconvenience. I think we've yeah. just been like spending so much time trying to keep ourselves from getting sick for too long that our bodies are like finally <laughs> taking this like the smallest virus. It was just like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like we've all just got off COVID. Like COVID. I, got, I was like two weeks sick, basically, or about three weeks. Bullshit, um, man. I hope I never yeah. get COVID again. Yeah. Well, we got it like. I literally had just gotten my first vaccine shot. And then <clears throat> two days later, I'm like, there's no reason that these symptoms should last. I have to go get tested. Came back positive on Easter, nonetheless. Mm. And then I gave it to my wife and we were, and that was like the original COVID, not like any uh, variant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was awful, but we, we got through it. Mm-hmm. You know, the worst part was losing the taste you know taste and yeah. smell uh, yeah was literally the worst of yeah. it all yeah i hated that <clears throat> i really noticed too bad on mine i didn't really lose my taste too bad but um it seemed like it didn't really go everything away. tasted like cotton mm. <laughs> the first thing that came back was mustard which is so weird like i could taste mustard so i literally put that on everything for the, like mm. the next two days You're just like in dumb and dumber when <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, I doused it. I ran out of mustard because I just wanted to fucking taste something. Colonel mustard. Maybe that's why I have a mustard wall now. Oh, hell yeah. Go figure. Did you use mustard? Yeah, I'll be licking this after I hang up with you guys. Just to go back. um, (laughs) So uh, did uh, Dustin Mill do all the puppet work in Feaster Sunday? He did uh, absolutely nothing. 
Really? Okay. No. Because I, I wasn't sure. Because I know he 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 was in it and he did an acting role in it, but I just wasn't sure since he does a lot of puppet work. I didn't want, know if he had anything. No, not at all. In fact, I asked him because um, he when we first met in 2018, um, he he like bought one of my movies and I had known who he was so I'm like here take them all because I like you and Mm -hmm. he he loved all of our rock bottom video shit so he was like if ever you need an actor please let me be in your movie Mm -hmm. so I'm like ah let's see come on in and he killed it of course but I did ask him because I had no idea how to fucking make puppets at all um excuse me and he said he had given them all away from his first puppet monster movie either giving them away or they got destroyed whatever it was so i was kind of ready to give up on feaster sunday i'm like it's never gonna happen if i don't have puppets it's just not gonna happen randomly i met this guy who's a friend of nate and he was doing like a puppet web series and I was like, hey, my name's Brian. He's like, hey, I'm Brian too. I was like, you make puppets. Can you help me? Can you donate some puppets? And he's like, I'll make as many puppets as you want. Also, I do music. So oh, nice. we became pretty good friends, like really good friends, actually. We hang out all the time. His name's Brian Castle. Hmm. He taught himself how to make puppets, like hmm. so random. Yeah. And him and I would get together like once a week and just make puppets. He made the giant fucking puppet in Sunday. Yeah. Uh, he helped me make the little one. And then every other one, I kind of like either um, like would buy from a thrift store and then alter it, you know, by cutting the, the mouth open and, you know, that way. Yeah. Um, but basically like Brian Castle, really came in and saved the day and he makes some fucking rad music mm-hmm. uh he did the score in feaster sunday and he also does his own stuff he does a lot of synth kind of industrial stuff so oh, cool. i highly recommend looking him up i'll check it out i love industrial but yeah as much yeah his band is called hearse for hire so if you ever Get a chance, look him up, or just Brian Castle on Facebook, whatever. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, um, I had another, wait, I had something I was going to mention, but it drew my mind away. Uh, I know you have some new projects, because there's a lot of stuff, it seems like, in post-production, like um, the Drain Snake Massacre. Um, I was curious about uh, some post-production stuff you have going on. So am I, I guess, because... Uh, <laughs> I know that my friends uh, are doing Drain Snake Massacre and they asked me to be in it. And I said, sure. That's all I got right now. Oh, okay. So we haven't, we haven't, um, I guess they have a part for me. I just don't know what it is. Okay. So it's like really early production. Yeah. They started filming it. They're from Ohio. They're, they're actually uh, Wasteland regulars. Mm-hmm. Um, we just became friends through Cinema Wasteland, and I hang out uh, even without Wasteland. Go that, down there and hang out with them all the time. So, um, eventually, I will film my scene, just not yet. Mm-hmm. It's in the works. Is there anything else that you're working on? 
Uh, besides Spooky Dookie, that's it for right now. Mm-hmm. I auditioned for auditioned for a movie called Obstacle Corpse, and that's supposed to be shot in Ohio. Yeah, it's a great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I get it. I haven't heard anything. So either my audition was fucking garbage, or they just haven't watched my Head back yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, but I guess you're looking at my IMDb page, so I... Uh, yeah, some of the things I saw and the ones that were just um, didn't have much information, so... There is The Barn too. That was the first movie that um, I was in after, you know, complete lockdown and shit. Mm-hmm. There's a sequel uh, to The Barn? Yes, and Ooh. I'm in one scene, and it was so much fun. I don't know if it was just fun because I had not acted in a year and a half, whatever but it was like you know going to uh to pennsylvania to shoot in a haunted house and uh in a sequel to the barn i had a blast and it was so much fun i can't wait for that to come out i don't know when it will but it's very exciting um what else am i in oh thrust yeah, I was going to say, I was curious on that one when that was going to get released. Yeah, Victor Bonacore's movie, Thrust. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty wild. Got to hang out with him and Aaron Brown on mm-hmm. set. Um, Allison Egan is in it. My wife, she has a pretty big yeah. part. No, it's a kick-ass cast, for sure. Yeah, yeah I am so excited for it. I think that's going to mm-hmm. be killer. That's actually the mm-hmm. one that I'm most excited for. Um, no, I am too. I yeah, it seems really cool. Um, I like to when it comes to like titles in general. What's that? Does that one have a release date? Thrust? No, editing it right now. So I would say summer or fall, but I don't know. You should get, uh, you should interview Victor because he'll know more than I will. But he's (laughs) such a cool dude. I have nothing but good things to say about Victor Bonacore. I have a non sexual crush on him. I think he's just the coolest dude. And, uh, you know, obviously, Aaron Brown is just a fucking sweetheart. And she's so fucking good in the movie. Well, at least the scenes that I was there to see. But I think this movie's going to blow people away for sure. And what else? What else? Been, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, who's, who's been one of your uh, favorite people to work with? Like, or... Well, obviously, Christy Swanson, but... Um... <laughs> The indie scene, fuck. Like filmmakers or actors? I mean, just in general, who's been your top five people to work with? (laughs) I think there's only been five. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, Shermer, Bonacore. Yeah. um, Yeah. My wife. Edit that so I say her first when she watches it. No, I'll look a lot better. We don't do editing here. We're okay, just that's sure. <laughs> uh, we already boned the other day. We raw so. dog it. Yeah, you'll be good for a week. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm done with that top five. But uh, what I was going to say is that uh, another movie I did this summer that I'm also excited for, Thrust, number one. But my friend's project, it's called Satanic Soccer Mom from Ohio. I think nice. that's going to be really funny. 
Mm-hmm. I, I play a demon in that, like a a really bad at his job demon, kind of like Maurice from Little Monsters. Mm-hmm. That that kind of character I get to play, and it's uh it's a lot of fun. It's goofy, and uh, Ellie Church is in that. My wife is in that. Um, uh, a relatively new actress named Grace Plazolas. I still don't know how to say her last name, but she's awesome. Uh, so awesome that I used her in um, Spooky Dookie. So keep an eye out for that movie whenever it gets released. Cool. See, all these movies, uh, I shot them all in the summer, so I don't know when they're going to be released. That's but... a lot of movies. Like, that's hours of content with you in it. <laughs> I swear to God, when uh, during quarantine, I told my wife because I started to go back into um like books acting books that i never read in college that i was supposed to i busted them back out and started reading them again i'm like holy shit this all makes sense i should have paid more attention in class and i swore to her i'm like i'm never turning down a part like because i was like i need to act i i miss i miss being in front of a camera i miss I miss the stage for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is all like during COVID. So I'm like, I'm going to, anytime somebody offers me a role, I'm just going to fucking say yes. I don't even care. So that's why I, I was in like so much shit over this past summer. And it was like, I don't know. I may have lost out on a lot of money at work, <laughs> but I don't even care because I saved up a lot too, just from, being unemployed all the unemployment money blah 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 i could easily see you landing a mainstream role too just because of your acting style like i feel like comedy movies definitely need actors like you um Mm -hmm. it's like i mean it's completely different but it's like kind of reminding me a little bit of like jim carrey or something just kind of the way you emote sometimes um, We're just full of compliments today, my friend. Yeah, and that will I mean, Chubby is like a whole everywhere. portfolio. Chubby <laughs> is a whole portfolio right there. Yeah, because you're playing a whole bunch of different characters. Just, <laughs> you got a really good range. You got a face for it. Um, well, thanks, man. And I could totally see you in like, you know, just to start, maybe like a spoof movie, like, you know, like scary movie or like something like that, because you're hilarious. But I could definitely also see you doing like, I don't know, like a Ferrelli Brothers style type thing. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. I do like. I love them. Mm-hmm. The '90s, them, but yeah. yeah, something about Mary Kingpin. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that era for yeah. sure. Yeah. God, yeah. I would love to. Even their Three Stooges movie was really fucking good. I heard that was good. I didn't see that one. That had Will Sasso in it, right? Yeah, do yourself a favor and watch it. Oh, like, well, it's uh... actually really well done. And Larry David plays a fucking nun. <laughs> it's hilarious it's yeah. so good i've heard it's good actually it. and i've wanted to see it for a while i highly recommend it and i'm a huge three stooges fan yeah what are your favorite comedies like movies yeah comedy yeah um well obviously wet hot american summer because mm-hmm. it's from david wayne who was in the state like all those guys from the state they're hilarious um chaplin movies uh uh Monsieur Vardu is one of my favorite Chaplin movies. And um, mm. that was another inspiration for uh, Feaster Sunday because it's a 
he retired the tramp character that he was known for and did like this super dark comedy in the 40s that nobody was really doing at that time like where he was a serial killer he married these rich old women uh and was put on their insurance their will and then he would murder them Hmm. it's insane and it's not that funny but it's hilarious yeah right um i really highly recommend that what's Um, that called again monsieur vardu and that's a release by criterion Okay. All of his movies actually are besides A King from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, I would say, uh, well, Airplane, yeah. obviously. So funny. Mr. Sh- well, Mr. Show, the series. Oh, yeah. Sketch Mr. Comedy, of course. Awesome. Amazing. <clears throat> amazing. When I used to teach uh, sketch writing at uh, at this theater called Go Comedy, every... I literally would, I would always have like examples when I would teach like a certain style of sketches and literally like every week I would show a different like Mr. Show sketch or a stage sketch, even though like mm-hmm. uh, the state is kind of like batshit and like has really no style to it or um, structure, mm-hmm. but I always would incorporate it. But uh, Mr. Show straight up does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, you can watch any episode and it's like fucking. Yeah, it was a weird time too because it was when HBO was it was on HBO too, which just seemed weird because they weren't really doing anything else like that. It was just kind of like its own thing. That's why I at never the time. see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they had like the Larry Sanders show. Yeah, um, which was brilliant, of course, but uh, Mr. Show uh, just miles ahead of so much that was. Yeah, you're right. Happening around that time. Mm-hmm. It was I, like I was busy watching sketch Mad comedy TV. for adults. Mm-hmm. What's that? I'm sorry. I was busy watching Mad TV, <laughs> which had some good stuff on it. Yeah, Mad yeah, TV yeah. back back at that time it was great. Like the early Mad TV was awesome. First yeah. lineups and stuff. Yeah, the first oh, sure. like, five seasons had some good stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember much from Mad TV, but you know, obviously like the Stewart character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, there's uh, some, yeah. yeah, Mrs. Swan. There's some funny shit on there, but a lot of really good comedians came out of it too like mm-hmm. obviously will sasso, will sasso and, michael yeah. Lund, not michael Lund, I what's his name uh i forgot the dude who plays stewart yeah michael dude, yeah. stewart is that michael, michael stewart i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know. Well, i like to like the randomly like throw in gore too like they get really bloody like you know just yeah. randomly like a guy like cutting off his finger and spraying blood everywhere oh, really? with, with saw scenes yeah like some of the stuff are like what the fuck is this like, actually yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's always good. It's real life sketch shows these <laughs> effects and stuff. I love that. Uh, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was like always into, mm-hmm. for sure. Monty Python. Were you a fan growing up? Definitely, for yeah. sure. I like it as the a kid. movies. The movies. Um, yeah. Obviously, I had never watched the show up until like. It's embarrassing, but maybe like five seven years ago i had never watched flying circus mm-hmm. uh, same like but then when i got it like i was like oh i got a lot of the references later and yeah. i was like oh, right <laughs> but i, but I was always huge show, but like anymore the show doesn't hold up too well but the movies do the movies definitely do but i'm um, gilliam just outside of even the mighty python like oh my god like <laughs> i was totally gonna bring that up because i was always into terry gilliam movies even yeah. not knowing even not even realizing that it's the same guy from like Monty Python and the Holy mm-hmm. Grail. Yeah. Like nothing to do with that. I just thought Terry Gilliam was like this 
batshit crazy director you know like brazil oh my god you know crazy i saw i actually saw that at a midnight screening uh about 10 years ago this art house theater used to play movies on um on film again Mm -hmm. um so i got to see i think it was 2008 it was a midnight movie and i don't even know like I couldn't stay up these days for a midnight movie anymore, let alone a movie like fucking Brazil. Yeah, that's yeah, long. I did. I fall asleep. And that was my first time seeing it in the theater in like 2008, fucking Brazil. And it blew me away. I can't even imagine seeing that for like the first time when it first came out. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like incredible movie. <clears throat> to be honest, there's actually a part in... Um... And Feaster Sunday, when you're talking to the puppets, that actually kind of reminded me of Thailand when she's talking to her finger Barbies. Oh, I kind love of, Thailand. Yeah, and that kind of just reminded me of that whole psyche where you're kind of like losing yourself into your imagination. And I was like, oh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that whole same kind of psyche. Oh, but, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I would have never like put that reference together, um, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say it was on purpose and like, oh yeah, that's why I did it. But uh, that's so cool. No, it was actually the first movie that my wife and I watched when we started dating. Oh, cool. Um, I had her over for for dinner one night and there was a snowstorm. I was like, pick out any movie you want out of my collection. She picked out Tideland and we watched it and then we boned. And it was awesome. And that, okay, that's how she tricked me into being in a relationship because she said, after this, and I quote, when we started to get like kind of hot and heavy and shit after the movie, she was like, wait, I can't have sex with you unless you're my boyfriend. And I wasn't looking for a relationship. So, but I also thought it was going to be a kind of a one night stand. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, you're my girlfriend. And here we I are 10 never years die. later <laughs> with a fucking tattoo ring on my finger. Yeah. Nice. I'm so. actually about to get that too. That's good. Wow. We're so similar. How have we not yeah. met? Yeah. <laughs> Come to Michigan. You can stay with me in my mustard room. Yo, nice. that's, that's the land of the juggalos. The <laughs> <laughs> you live in the land of the juggalos. I'm totally down to go over there. Yeah, man. Yeah. We'd have to Come do on like over a... because you know Violent J. He's not going to be touring that often anymore. I know because of his heart. Yeah, yeah. probably because yeah. of the food that you fed him. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me, dude. It's so hard to find because I just got reintroduced to ICP over uh, over this past fall. I don't know why. Maybe it's just like a midlife crisis. But I started like re-listening to like only shit that i listened to in high school yeah i gotta listen to more icp and the cds are so fucking hard to find you go to any record store yeah impossible to find because of the announcement i believe but there was a copy of the great malenko for like a used copy for like 27 dollars on cd (laughs) get the fuck out of here what are you doing I know someone at a pawn shop tried to sell me. He had all the Joker's cars, but they were like thirty bucks each. Come like, on, no, no. And he had all I'll the just Dark wait Lotus for them stuff. to reissue it, and it'll come out on vinyl. I'll get it then. Yep. Yeah, it's like insane. But those first six, no, the first four Joker cards, maybe even five, are fucking yeah amazing. Those are yeah. I think the first six are perfect, and then after that. 
I, uh, I didn't get into the Wraith. I got to be honest, but I should. Um, no, it's good because the Wraith is uh, it's two two CDs, the Wraith and Hell's Pit, and the Hell's Pit's really oh, dark and fucked up. So, Oh, really? Yeah, that's a good so one. So I should. Yeah, check out I Hell's Pit. I think I only Pit. listened to the first one. Yeah, the, that's the one that has like a lot of positive tracks, and it ends with them with like, we tricked you, we're Christian. <laughs> <laughs> But then they did Hell's Pit right after, or maybe it was first, but that, that one's just all fucked up songs, so it's cool. Okay, I'll have to give that a listen to then. Yep. Yeah, to be honest, like Ian got me into kind of getting back into it, because I didn't really care too much. The only thing I'd really heard is when um, the Heavy Metal 2000 came out, and they were on that soundtrack in the ICP, and I think that was like my first song I ever heard from oh, ICP. Really? What um, song is on that? Uh, I forget. I think it was actually just for that. I think it's the um, Dirtball. Yeah, they did the huh. song called "The Dirt Ball." That's yeah, it's on that, and it's on Psychopathics from Outer Space, which is okay. a, a weird collection. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love the great Malenko. I really do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like re-listening to it back in October, especially in October, is like yeah. such a good uh, fall listen. To I like and... the Hollow Wicked collection. It's just all their Halloween songs. I always put mm-hmm. that on in October. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. But definitely those first three four albums are perfect yep so yeah. where can everybody find you um if they want to hire you for a movie or if they want to um maybe buy your stuff from rock Bottom? Uh, here on facebook okay. just look me up brian papandria but um so yeah and you should hire me but if you want to buy any of my movies i have blu-ray dvds uh, CDs of Easter Sunday, T-shirts, Rock Bottom Video. You can go to rockbottomvideo.com slash storeenvy.com. No, right? Is that how they do that? I'm so. sure if they type some, some of that shit in, it's going to take them close. Let me just look real yeah, quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. We definitely, and we're gonna put a link up on our description yeah. too of, of all everything you just mentioned, so people can check you out. So definitely check below for any of that. It's rockbottomvideo.storeenvy.com. Store Envy is s t o r e n v y. dot com. So I always get confused on that. I need to just do my own website again. You can tattoo it on your arm. Yeah. Mm. So you lose the domain <laughs> and then just uh put a juggalo tattoo over that yeah do it. won't matter hell yeah uh so yeah rockbottomvideo.storeenvy.com yeah so with gay for prey did you get um a lot of flack or any religious freaks coming at you for that movie not as much as i wanted <laughs> I was I was honestly hoping for more. I was hoping even to like piss kind some of, people off a little bit. Yeah. Well, I went to high school with like a bunch. Uh, I want I don't want to say like a bunch, but a friend of mine in high school was like super Baptist, and he really tried to convert me like hard. Mm-hmm. Like he was into horror movies. He was into movies in general. So like we clicked right away. And then after like graduation and shit like that would hang out all the time and he would always like slip in little ideas like, Oh, this is kind of like, you know, when Jesus went to Nazareth and had mm-hmm. the fucking <clears throat> brunch with, um, 
that Roman dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would always like slide that shit in. And then they kind of got to a point where like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go my separate way. Yeah. You, you, you stay where you are and that's fine. I'm just, this isn't for me. Um, he's a pastor now. And uh, I don't know how, I'm assuming you guys aren't like big Trump guys, but if you are, that's fine. But I see every now and then on his Facebook, um, it's like super Trump, very anti. He's like uh, the Kid Rock, let's go Brandon kind of. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's weird when you don't, yeah, you don't see it for certain people. You're like, really? You are? Okay. <laughs> but it makes sense with him. And, uh, yeah so anyway so he's a pastor now so he's spreading his hate among his own like little (laughs) cult and uh and you know that's his right to but i was always poking that bear when the movie came out uh of like posting the trailer on his page and he would delete it and then tell me Mm. why he deleted it and then put like a bible quote under that Mm -hmm. um i did that for a couple of people i was like i you know, why don't you show this movie and at your church and tell people why this is bad? You know, just say like, you know, had people like, oh, I hate this. Let's buy it and burn it. Like that's yeah. what I really wanted them to do. Yeah, it happened. Use it as an effigy. Yeah, exactly. You get it. No, I think um, it works out really well because I feel like even in high school, I think like uh, a lot of people that were like really religious and they were like trying to like just like convert me. I was like, are, are you hitting on me or trying to get you to go to my church? Like, I can't tell the fucking difference. <laughs> it's really all the same. Yeah, there's an equal. There's like the way I feel really uncomfortable. Similar grooming because <laughs> you're eating the body of a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His seed, or like... <laughs> either way, it's pretty gay. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It just depends on what religion, but at some point, it gets there. And if it's a seeded cracker, you know, so which are the best? <laughs> best for you. Yeah. Best over some cheese. Mm-hmm. Helps break yeah, things like down. Yeah, you know, it's good. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, not as much flack as I wanted to, though. Um, I do remember the horror society caught some flack on their either website or social media saying how maybe it was just like one person but, or maybe a couple people saying how they didn't think that they should show the trailer because they go on there for horror movies. They don't want to see their religion. Politics or religion. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Even though the trailer is really funny, mm-hmm. if yeah. you've ever seen it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they didn't like that. And I think the person who wrote the review said something like, well, it's a good thing that we're all adults here and you can choose what you look at and what you don't. Yeah. You can just scroll right through that yeah. without commenting, you prick. <laughs> What has been like the biggest like slack you've gotten um, or backlash? I wish I could say more. Well, nothing. That's about it. Hmm. It's always. Oh, are you talking about still for gay for prey? Oh, just in general. Just in general. Like if any well, of your definitely any for of your gay stuff. for prey. Everybody's go to um, who were offended by the title of mm-hmm. gay for prey and the fact that Jesus was gay. Uh, 
everybody that was offended with that always has a go-to of, uh, I dare you to, to make fun of Allah and see how that works out for you or shit like yeah. that. Hmm. And our, my, like mine and Nate's comeback is like, it's at the end of the movie. It's an, at the end, after the aristocrats joke, he makes, a, uh, Jesus says something about like, I'm going to go hang out with this dude named Allah and we're going to fucking, I don't know, jerk off. To, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I haven't well, watched the draw, movie in a couple draw years. Him, right. Is that so the whole, like, <laughs> there's no yeah. like when you draw their God or whatever. You yeah. Draw Allah. So, so we always have a comeback for that, but people, it, it's like their go-to like, Oh, it's so easy to make fun of Jesus Christ. Why don't you fucking make fun of Allah and see if, how that works out. Like, uh, I'll be fine. Yeah. Way. All but, your religions are fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, the reason why you question it is the reason why I did it. <laughs> it's it, it pisses you off. <laughs> right. Also, when you're making like underground indie films, it's hard to get them in, into the hands of people that would be pissed off by it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, have to, like, kind, you have to kind of trick them into seeing it or something. Exactly. Which sounds That's like why you could have. That's why I was talking to Nate over a, a faux brunch uh, the other day. Uh, I was like, dude, what if I just make a movie called Let's Go Brandon and uh, just just try to sell it to Trump people? And then when they watch it, it's just a bunch of dudes jerking off in the camera. Like <laughs> no, no refunds allowed. It's just like an American flag. It's called Let's Go Brandon the movie. Like I would be a millionaire. Saw it at truck stops. You'd be surprised. You have you ever that. heard of Have you ever heard of Christopher Rage? Have I? No. Yeah. Well, he he uh, he apparently did a um, a movie of the of a gay. It's a gay Jesus movie of the erotic, um, basically like tellings of him. But it's not as much of a comedy. But apparently, in the movie never seen the light of day but it's um but there are like people just are claiming that it's almost even just like a myth but uh I, it's just funny that you so you're those basically the second approach but i almost thought you could do like a a hymn too uh-huh. <laughs> and go to but it's a lot of like uh shit stuff so that's the only thing <laughs> he's really notorious for uh um the brown play oh so. okay but so is jesus so makes sense that's what i hear there's mm-hmm. a lot of rumors <laughs> He did walk the desert for a long time. <laughs> that butthole must have been pretty dry. Yep. Yeah. Cool. cool. Well, I think that's a good time to end it. We're at like yeah. an hour and a half, but thanks so much right for on. coming on. And we're really looking forward. That's a lot of stuff to look forward to, too. Cool, man. Dude, this has been a lot of fun. Um, uh, thank you a lot. Heck yeah. You guys are awesome. Of course, yeah, we'd love to have that. you back on maybe in like a year or so once all these are released and we can go over it again. Absolutely, uh, man. Shit and, yeah. yeah, we'll definitely talk again soon. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Have a great night. Yeah, you yeah. too. Oh, I got to yeah. stop doing the thumbs up. I'm, I do that all the time. It's so annoying. Hey, everyone <laughs> do a thumbs up. I don't want to be the asshole do that just does once. like the fucking devil horns and shit. <laughs> so basically, I've been doing the peace sign, but I look like such an asshole when I do that. Like, I Oh, if you do it, you can do it this way and you can seem like you're rebellious. No, no, that's so dingy. <laughs> well, no, this is like, uh, well, this is anymore. actually. That's like. Oh, is this? No, it's well, that's fuck you this or whatever uh, became. Uh, oh, you can't do that. No, mm-hmm. no, that's that's Nazi shit. Yeah. Is that? Fuck. I didn't know that. Yes. I don't know what to do. I can't do anything with my hands. Like, I'm going to just start doing this. 
Yeah. Cool. Wicked clouds. <clears throat> yeah. Do the snake. Oh, I used to be able to do that. Hold on, yeah. Go. Fuck. Or the ICP folk up, folk down. Right. <laughs> Fucking there you go. signs. <laughs> right, I should go. Or just uh, keep your hands, keep your hands in your pants, you know, or that will kind of work too. Yeah. We'll see. Right, cool, cool guys. Take care. Uh, enjoy Washington. Yep. Uh, okay. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Bye. -bye.